Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision-making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Hello and welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis and today we will be answering the question of, do you have to be right or do you want peace? Many of us were raised in a culture where being right was rewarded and being wrong was, well let's just say, admonished, laughed at, reinforced with psychological and emotional pain. So then we quickly figured out how to protect ourselves from this pain. Now, it could have happened at home, in school, or even with a group of friends. You were little and saw true possibilities and wonder in the world. With a great positive momentum, you decided to share your wisdom with someone, and they look at you like you're the strangest person in the world. How could you think something so ridiculous? Or, you're so full of it, what do you know anyway? On and on. This type of embarrassment triggers our survival impulses in our survival brain, and we react. Now either we engage in conflict or hide ourselves away. So what begins to happen is that you are molded into a person who is supposed to be like everyone else. Family, friends, and teachers accept you when you're just like them. See things the same way they do and agree with them. Putting the right answers on paper gets rewarded while thinking differently earns you failing grades. So we study and answer the way they want us to more and more because we're told and subsequently believe that this is the ticket to success. We raise our hands only when we know the right answers. We push ourselves to answer the school's tests and believe that we have learned things and go off into the world. Imagine for a second, a system where asking the strange questions and letting your imaginations fly would be accepted and reinforced. According to psychology today, Mel Schwartz states, getting the right answer becomes the primary purpose of our education. Isn't it regrettable that this may be inconsistent with actually learning? Can you imagine the generative and exciting learning environment that would result from a class that rewarded asking the best questions? Now, if you think about it, the most intriguing questions are those that don't offer simple answers. Even more, they drive our thinking into greater complexity and curiosity. This experience would look much different than the rote memorization and spewing back of information rooted in right or wrong answers. Raising your hand to gain the reward of getting the correct answer is pointless. It doesn't teach you anything. You already knew the answer. It simply massages your ego, but it doesn't inspire a genuine learning experience. So let's take a look at this a little bit closer for a second. Schools and by extension families create a system of reinforcement and rewards for being right. So since we were little kids, we have been conditioned to be right. Let's scroll forward. 
You're in a great relationship. The honeymoon period is over and you're settled in for the long term. Now periodically you squabble with your partner. Maybe it's about some event in the past or maybe it's about a line from a movie. These are mostly benign events in the bigger picture of it all. However, you get into it. You tit for tat, you pull out all the punches and lo and behold, you win. Yeah, you're doing the victory dance, right? The victory is yours. You're triumphing. You are right. So let's see what type of personality you are. Do you keep arguing over that minuscule piece of mental ego territory, saying and displaying all sorts of mean or derogatory things? Or do you find a gentle way to raise your point, if it is absolutely necessary to even have that point? Maybe you even let it go. So think about that for a second. Which one of these types are you? So let's scroll forward again. You find yourself at a job or a career. You worked hard to get there, learned all the newest theories. You bring excitement to the game, only to be met with entrenchment, fierce competition, gross incompetence, and a very long and bleak future. Just like when you were little, you have a choice to make. Do you give in and seek the rewards and positive reinforcements? Or do you speak up and give your opinion? So here comes the problem. By saying what you want to, you get instantly judged. Others see you as a person who has to be right, always has to be right. Well, of course you have to be right. You've been trained to be right. You were conditioned to be right. You were rewarded to be right. And let's not forget, you were hired for being right. And you stay employed for being right. So this is the conundrum. No one likes you for always being right. You're always difficult to get along with. You never listen to anyone else. But this is what you were trained to be in this society. You were trained to be right. However, if you are right, drum roll, brrrp, then the other person or people must be wrong. They were trained in the same system and they don't want to be wrong either. They want to be right. Wow, pretty tiring. So here's the tool of an emotional warrior. Assuming that you want to work on this, ask yourself, do you want or have to be right or do you want peace? There's a compulsion to be right and it gets in the way of our happiness and joy in life. There's no way to work on yourself and enter personal development if you prefer being right at all cost. Put into perspective what you actually want. If it's peace, then see the emotional energies that start to vibrate in your life. Looking at the levels of consciousness from Dr. David Hawkins, pride, anger, fear and guilt, which are primary drivers in people who need to be right, well, you can replace those with courage and neutrality, willingness, reason, love, and so on. So think of how your life starts to function. You believe in satisfaction for yourself and others. You become hopeful. You find life harmonious and meaningful. You live as a complete person. Now imagine what you bring to the table in all of your relationships. Beginning with yourself, you believe in possibility. Limits become possibilities. You find satisfaction in the areas of your life where you previously only found criticism and lack. So think about this the next time you engage with someone else. Do you have to be right or do you want peace? The answer to that determines the emotional journey you are going to enter. So take your emotional warrior stance and choose wisely. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time around. Take care.
Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.